When your child comes out as LGBTQ, you need a place to find the right tools to help you and your child thrive. This is the podcast you need. Hi, my name is Jenny Hunter, and I am an advanced certified faith-based family coach. And I have coached over 10,000 hours helping families with LGBTQ children become healthy, thriving families. Hello, this is Jenny. I'm so thrilled to be back with you. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but this is Easter week that I'm recording this. And my daughter just landed in Italy for her mission, which we haven't heard. We haven't had proof of life yet. So me and my husband, her dad are waiting breathlessly to make sure that she got there. But um, it is beautiful in spring. I love spring. It's all the feelings of the newness and the possibility. And I think it's such a beautiful time to be alive. And I want to talk to you about something that doesn't feel so beautiful today. And that is shame. And shame is a common, shame is a common feeling that we all feel as human beings. It's part of our human experience, but it is intensely painful feeling when we feel it. And I know I have felt it. Um, my clients have felt it. Um, my LGBTQ clients particularly have felt it. And I hate to admit it, but I, I felt it when my son came out and admitting this still brings me some shame, shame that I felt shame. It's just a work in progress, right? Like we layer on the shame and shame can be felt for a number of reasons, but it's really always caused by one thing, your thoughts, what we think creates shame and feelings of shame comes from really false beliefs that you are flawed or that they are, um, doing something wrong. You are doing something wrong. Something has gone wrong. You know, it's just thoughts around a, usually a false belief system about something. And my shame was caused by that false belief that our family was now flawed and that we couldn't be a good Christian LDS family. And I worried about what others would think and how we would fit into our community. And these thoughts were causing me to feel shame. It wasn't that my son was gay. It was my thoughts around it. But I also felt shame because I felt like I had felt as a parent and I was disappointing God. And all of that created this false belief system that created a lot of unnecessary, painful shame for me. And these painful thoughts, I was thinking, were not thoughts that were from God and they weren't true or useful. And the problem with feeling shame is that an emotion that never comes from God. Satan is always the author of shame. God never wants you to feel shame. And it's not a useful emotion. It is dirty fuel, I like to call it. like to call our emotions fuel, and it's really dirty fuel. And it leads us to live smaller lives, um, like we want to shrink, and we want to hide, and we want to disappear. And it's really one of Satan's greatest tactics to try to convince us that we are not enough, they are not enough. And it's just false lies. Shame is always lives in lies. And God knows we are enough. He created us. He knows we are 100% amazing divine creatures. And so are all of our LGBTQ children. And if you stay in shame, you are saying to yourself, just like basically to stop trying and to, you know, giving kind of up on like feeling differently. And shame likes us to hide. And so sometimes getting out of the shame is the the problem. And so I'm going to give you um, some tips today. I'm going to give you four tips of how to combat the shame. Um, Because if I had stayed in the shame, I would have lost hope. 
And, you know, when you lose hope, shame really grows. And I would not have this amazing relationship I have with my son. And I would think that shame was feeling normal and that that's how just how this was going to go, how I was interpreting the, my circumstance in my life and that shame was op- not optional, but shame is completely optional. I want you to realize that. And once you really realize how destructive sh- shame can be in your life, you will learn to combat it. And so the first thing you need to do is recognize shame is universal. Like I said in the beginning, it's part of our human experience and shame is just part of it. And the problem is don't layer your shame with another shame because God didn't create you to be perfect. None of our reactions are going to be the perfect words and thoughts. And we are just natural men and women and make sure you allow the shame to be there. It can't hurt you, but exploring the physical sensations in your body makes it start letting it go. Like when I feel shame, it's like in the center of my chest and it's just heavy and almost paralyzing. And once you get good at recognizing how you feel shame, that is part of processing it and not resisting it. So I want you to get really curious about thoughts that are creating the shame. And once you're aware of it, consciously remind your brain that that is a thought and not a fact. Remember, we think over 60,000 thoughts a day, and most of them are not facts. It's just how we are interpreting life's events and a lot of them around false beliefs that we don't realize. So the first thing is recognize that shame is universal and it's coming from your thoughts. Become aware that the shame is optional and you are creating it. My son being gay was not creating it. It was my thoughts. And so that leads me into the second one is to question your expectations and beliefs. The second step is to be really aware when you feel shame that is always caused by your beliefs and your thinking. So just because we think something, like I told you, it's not true. And sometimes we have beliefs about our life that really do not serve us. And most of them are very unconscious. And God never wants you to stay in shame. When your version of your ideal life doesn't match up with the reality of your life, that is where, like our expectations, that's where a lot of shame kind of falls in. But he wants you to learn from the less ideal and to bring him along with the journey. There's a reason our expectations are not being fulfilled. That is where our faith grows with God, where we have this vision and this plan of how somebody's life or our life should go. And that when you, we then realize that God has something even better for us and letting go of our pride and our expectation, that is when we can kind of question some of our beliefs that create the shame. So once you kind of feel the shame, like I say, find it in where you are, start processing it. Then I want you to question the thoughts and beliefs. And these are some great questions to ask yourself about it. How do you feel when you believe this thought? What result in your life do you get when you think of this? Is this thought creating useful thoughts? and useful feelings? Could you be wrong about this thought? Could you find evidence for the opposite of this thought? And what else could you believe? What else is true? I will put these questions in the show notes so you could go back and reference this. And these questions is what helped me kind of get out of the shame for my um, having a son who was LGBTQ, where I was really like, what am I really thinking or saying or believing about somebody being LGBTQ. And I had to really do some honest um, questioning of my beliefs. And it takes some time, it took some time to allow my brain to examine the shame thought and decide if it really was where I wanted to place my energy, where it was, you know, was it fueling the best emotions for me to parent? And it didn't. So then I was like, okay, so I want to think something new. And this is where you have to start practicing letting go. Like first you have to be aware that you're causing the shame and causing it by the, your thought you're thinking, and then start practice makes perfect. Start examining 
and realizing different belief systems around it. Um, and I realized that a lot of my thoughts were totally, completely incorrect and was causing me unnecessary pain and me not being able to show up as the parent I wanted to. So I had to like change my thoughts of um, my son being gay was wrong to Heavenly Father created my son perfectly. You know, things like that, where then it kind of gave me that space to drop the shame and have that love and that compassion come into it. So the third one is connection. Shame loves to grow in darkness and loneliness and shame hates connection and honesty. And the more I reached out and I was proud of our family story and I was vulnerable about telling my story, then I felt this connection to other people and connection always combats shame. Um, when you connect with others and sharing your life experiences and you feel seen and you see other people and you realize nobody has a perfect life and everybody on this planet is dealing with something, that is where you really drop the unnecessary pain of shame. And when I started connecting and really coaching and speaking to my um, families of other LGBTQ families, I realized that this was the most amazing community of families and that I could teach and help them with this journey. I mean, we just had a live event, um, two-day retreat with 110 moms, and there was not a shameful moment in that two days. It was so full of love and connection, and they have taught me so much to how to love better and really how to realize how lucky I am to be, be called as a mother of an LGBTQ child. So if your child has come out and you're feeling that shame, look for connection, look for that safe place where you could be seen and you could be valued and your family could be valued. And that will help you drop the story of shame. Okay. And the fourth one is the courage to be you. You know, like I said, shame wants you to hide and to pretend and pretend that nothing is wrong. And shame hates it when you have the courage to be exactly who you are. The more you work on loving you, and that includes all of you, even like the parts that you're the most shameful about, I call it loving your crazy, the less you will feel shame. Remember, God created the mountains, the galaxies, and you. The world needs you. The world needs your children. And once you do the work of loving all of you and all of your child, you will really stop caring so much about people's judgments of you. And this will cause you to feel a lot less shame. You know, we will never not stop caring about how other people feel because we're not psychopaths. So like we're always care a little bit about people's opinion about us and our families, but how we combat that is we raise our opinion of ourselves. And so that our opinion is so much higher in our brain of importance than somebody else's opinion that if things are said that feel hurtful or harmful, it won't affect us as much. And so we have to learn how to like love and courage to be you and embrace all of you. And I have found that the more I tell my story about having an LGBTQ child, including all my mistakes, which I have made plenty of, the more love and connection I felt actually for myself, my son and others and learning to love my imperfect journey, not all the pretty parts of my journey, but my imperfect journey too. And realize like I am who I am today because of that imperfect journey has helped me combat the shame I really have felt and combating the shame of not doing it perfectly has helped me realize that this imperfect journey was the perfect journey for me, like who I became through the imperfectness. And so my goal is to connect. My mission in life is to connect and to bring you out of shame. If you have a child who is LGBTQ and you're feeling any shame about your story, your child's story, your family's story, reach out to me. Um, we have monthly um, mother support groups. These are free where anybody can come the third Thursday 
and just sign up on that at liftandlove.org for support groups or join me in the Lift It community, Lift It Together community, where we have workshops every week. I do private coaching because shame is the worst feeling to feel and it is always caused by us and our crazy thinking and we all have it and learning how to get out of the cycle of shame. Like really sometimes it's just a lot of mine was habitual thinking. So let me read you the four steps to combat shame. It's recognize shame is universal, that don't pile the shame on top of the shame, which I did, but realize like your remind your brain that this is the thought and not a fact what you're doing. So you question your expectations and beliefs, number two. And number three is connection to reach out. Do not hide with your story. Um, as soon as your child is ready to come out, um, come out as you know, I we say everybody in the family has to come out. So find a safe place to come out. Even if it's just to one person that will help you gain that connection you need. And the fourth, fourth one is the courage to be you. Um, don't pretend that you're anywhere than you are in this journey. Like wherever you are, that is perfectly fine. And you hire a coach or a therapist or reach out to a friend and they will love you where you are and have that safe place to get you beyond that. So just love all your crazy, love all your family's crazy, love your story. And if you can't do that, or if you have a hard time doing that, just you need some help with reframing. And I would be glad to do that. So I love you. The last thing I want you to do is feel shame because shame and the problem, I'll leave you with this. The problem with shame is, like I said, it's dirty fuel and it layers on anxiety and fear and worry. And it is, when I say dirty fuel is like all our emotions create all of our results because that uh, we think something and then we feel something from that thought and that thought, that emotion then creates, we take action from emotions. And when you take action from shame, you are not operating on your highest self. You are not um, loving the people how, how they need to be loved, loving yourself and loving your story. And you're not able to see the beauty in your family's story. And so help find the help to drop the shame. Shame is optional and not necessary and actually really damaging. All right. I love you. Thank you for coming and talking with me today and have a great day. Where have you found the support that your family needs? I would be honored to be that support. I have created a virtual coaching program specifically for Christian LGBTQ families. Come check out the coaching community, Lifted Together with Jenny Hunter. In our community, you will find a safe space to process all the emotions and all the things that you need to find the support that you will need to help your child thrive. You will find it in private coaching, group coaching, and I have created hours of content just for you. When you are ready to thrive as a family, please come check out liftedtogether.com slash membership.